morning, beautiful souls. This is Morning Cup of Tea with God. I want to speak to those of us who are in a God-initiated season of waiting on Him. As in, God told us, don't move till I say move. Don't go till I say go. Stay where you at. Keep doing what you're doing until I say stop. Wait on me. That's what you call a God-initiated season of waiting. So there are some of you that are in a season of waiting. As I say, I speak to those of us, including myself, who are in this season of waiting. Now, during this particular season, it's, it's, it's challenging. Unfortunately, many times that we're in this season, we have to face a lot of uh, intense criticism or questioning or doubt that comes from others that surround us because they may make comments about what are you waiting for or are you waiting on God waiting we're not called to wait we're called to go so these are some of the things that you're going to hear from people that are close to you that know that you are in a season of waiting You know, it can be very disheartening at times to hear those kind of questions or even those kind of statements as if you like to hear them. But it can lead you to feeling very isolated at times or or being all alone. And then you start to wonder if you're the only person in history, the only person in this world who ever was told by God to wait. First of all, let me assure you, you're not alone. You are not alone. So I'm going to share a few examples of other waiters from the Bible. Joseph was one. Now, Joseph was given a dream from God at the age of 17 that wasn't fulfilled until he was 30. That's 13 years of waiting on God, some of which he spent in slavery and in prison. But 13 years he waited. Read about it in Genesis. And then there was David. David was anointed as the next king of Israel and as a teen, but he had to wait, what, 10 to 12 years before he was actually able to take the throne? Read about it in 1 and 2 Samuel. And then there was the disciples. They was promised the Holy Spirit, but they had to wait in Jerusalem for the Holy Spirit. Read about it in Acts. So, if you're in that midst of of trying to figure out your calling by waiting on the Lord to tell you the next step or when you're going to the next level or if you've been been given a calling by God but you're told you have to wait before you can pursue it, then I want to go over a few lessons for you and take these lessons into your spirit. One would be waiting on God is a calling from God. Did you know that? We are children of God. So our primary calling at all times in every season is to glorify and obey him. So if he asks us to wait before he moves us to the next level or into the next season, then by waiting, you're obeying him and giving him glory. So you're not just waiting frivolously because we can see from the examples that I just gave you God uses these seasons of waiting as a season of preparation. So you're being prepared. The next lesson, 
It's rare for God to call us to something new and then immediately move us into it. Do you think that's a good move? Because when he calls us, then he has to equip us. That means we're going into training. So really, waiting season is nothing but a training season. So that after we have been fully prepared and fully equipped, he's going to open up the next season and lead us right into what we've been waiting for. So if you rush ahead of him, remember Sarah did that back in Genesis chapter 16. We're not only going to get in his way or slow him down or slow his work down, but we will also create some complications for ourselves that we'll find it hard to deal with before we even enter the next season or we'll have to carry them into the next season with us. So I think we can all agree that we don't want to be weighed down by any burden or carry any luggage with us when we enter into our next season. Nor do we want to miss the lesson he's trying to teach us as we wait. So the next time we start to feel that we don't have a purpose, there is no purpose for our waiting, let's remember we are fulfilling our current calling as we wait on him. Let me say that again. So the next time we start to feel like we don't have a purpose while we're waiting, let's remember we are fulfilling our current calling as we wait on him. And that this time is not in vain. Our next lesson is we're bringing him glory by obediently waiting and allowing him to grow us and prepare us as we wait. Now, we also getting to know God. We're building a relationship with him. You know, during this particular time, he's revealing himself to us in, in new ways. And as he encourages us, we can encourage others who are in similar situations as we are. So while it can be discouraging to hear some negative comments from people that are around us as we wait, it doesn't matter. It does not matter whether they agree or whether they disagree or that they don't even understand. It's not meant for them to understand. God is the one we answer to and we can rest assured that he sees us and will reward us faithfully as we wait for him. So beautiful souls, here's the tea. Remember that your calling is to obey God and by waiting when he tells you to wait, You're obeying him and you are fulfilling your calling. That's my tea for you today and I stand on it. Have a God day. And remember Psalms 27, 14. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord.